Welcome to Ready to Mosh, a podcast all about rock, metal and alternative music. I'm Kev P. And I'm Gem G. Each episode will bring you the latest news, talk about new releases and review gigs and festivals that we've been to. There'll be a smattering of guest interviews and a lot of random chat. As well as podcasts, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search at Ready to Moshcast. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of Ready to Mosh going out to you on the 19th of December. Happy birthday. Thank you. It's not my birthday today, but it will be when this episode goes out. So technically it is. Yeah. <laughs> You're as confused as I am. No, makes sense <laughs> Just to me. me. getting old, aren't I? Yeah, so we've got a feast of festive fun for you today. Mm. With myself and the Grinch in mm. tow, going through some festive songs, some festive merch, some festive paraphernalia. But first, crack on with the news. Yeah. What you got? What have I got? Um, well, Kiss, who did their last UK show ever, we promise, a download in 2022, have announced a tour in 2023. They've not even let the confetti settle from download and they're off again. Yeah. So they are doing Plymouth, Birmingham and Newcastle in June and London, Manchester and Glasgow in July. Because they just don't have enough money. Clearly not. Plymouth is a curious one, isn't it? Yeah, it's at Home Park. Playing Plymouth. Yeah, it's at the Home Park, which is uh, Plymouth Argyle's home ground. Mm. But now and again, you get bands going to like a completely random football ground that hardly ever gets a gig. Yeah, I went to see Bon Jovi at the Britannia Stadium in Stoke. Never known any of the bands go there. They may have done. REM played the City Ground. Yeah, Westlife played Mansfield. Field Mill. Yeah. Now the one called, but it's still really Field Mill. The town be at Mansfield. But yeah, every now and again, you know, like some grounds you get a lot of gigs at. Like, um, where did Man City play? Yeah, What's it called these days? Yeah, the I've been to various there. Or yeah. Old Trafford, bigger ones do. But then like random ones like Stoke or Hull. Yeah. Get them very occasional. Or Coventry get a few, don't they? Actually. Or Rico. Yeah. Yeah. Or Villa, Villa Park's another one. Mm. Regular, but completely sidetracked on that. <laughs> Carry on telling us about Kiss. Or was that it? That was it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know there was anything else added on other than the dates being released. I know it's on pre-sale as we speak, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's six dates. I think on principle I'll give it a miss. Same. Yeah. I, I want to remember that last show. Yeah. So. Generally on principle, if a band come back and do their farewell tour after a farewell tour, I'm like, no. Mm. Aerosmith was different because I was ill when they were a download. And we didn't see them anyway because they cancelled. Well, in the end, yeah. So there you go. It was never meant to be. Right, my first news item then is the Stone Dead Festival opening poll winners. They yes. were announced last week. So we've previously mentioned before that the poll was happening, the initial five heats that fans vote for. Mm-hmm. And then they went into the, the people who judge it. And the final winner was Collateral. Well, I've not had a chance to listen to yet. Neither have I. But um, yeah, the the quote from Stone Dead basically said Collateral would no doubt get everyone on their feet and get the show off to an amazing start. So It, it was interesting because there were some bands that I think the selection of bands was really good. Yeah. I mean, I thought Anchor Lane would have walked it, to be honest. Yeah, because they're more... Because they're well, quite they are. a big band. Maybe we were just... Because they're quite well known to us. We assume everyone knows them. Maybe yeah, they I don't. suppose. I yeah. don't know. But apparently they had the highest amount of votes yet with the initial rounds that people were voting for. So that's good. Yeah. And they've got one more special guest to be announced early in the new year. So apparently one more surprise up their sleeve. So looking forward to seeing who the final name on the poster is. Yeah, let's see where that slots in. Mm. Right, my next piece of news, Leeds and Reading have made their first announcement. Yeah, I'll 
do be in on this one as well. Yeah, and it's a pile of shit. It's, yeah. In a way, I feel like it is almost a bit more kind of guitar-based than they have done of recent, but not necessarily guitar-based I would want to watch. Yeah, and looking at the bands, the headliners are Billy Ellish, Killers, Sam Fender and Foles, um, I imagine. Sorry, yeah. On the separate, because it's I think they've announced the two stages. There's two main stages each day, so then there's Imagine Dragons and also Lewis Capaldi. Yeah. And I'll be honest, out of all of the bands that they've mentioned, the only one I'd be interested in is Foles, who I've seen before. Yeah, there's not many people really that stood out on that. Um, nothing but Thieves. I didn't Possibly see them. Possibly watch there. them again because they were all right last time. Yeah, nothing but Thieves are all right. Not a massive fan, but they're okay. Don Broco would give them a watch. Yeah. Uh, Yumi at six. Maybe. Scraping, scraping, we are scraping a bit me. here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a lot of people I've not really heard of. Yeah, well. I'm not. I'll, I'll be honest, I don't think I'm ever going to go to Leeds again. No, we've said that before, yeah. haven't we? It's just... I don't think it's a bad lineup if it's your thing. It doesn't seem as... It's not what Leeds used to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not for me. I mean, there's, there's kind of these people I'd watch if they were on another festival, but I'm not going to go out my way to watch them at a festival. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Or buy them because they're at a festival. But whatever floats your boat, Tion Wayne doesn't float mine. No. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, sticking with festivals then, I've got, released today as we speak, the Tech Fest announcement for 2023, which will be in its 10th year. Weirdly, mm-hmm. I'd never really heard of Tech Fest until this year. Somehow passed me by. Well, it is quite a small independent Yeah, thing, I know, but with it? it being quite local, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, maybe I'd have expected to. But anywho, so they've done their first announcement. The headliners are Suffocation on Friday, Chelsea Grint Saturday, and Born of Osiris on Sunday. Right. And then other bands that have kind of stood out on the lineup are Lowe's. Oh, okay. The 500 Cage Fight. Yeah. And then there's about 10 other bands that I'm not familiar with at all. There's also. Aborted. That's a UK exclusive for them. All right. So, yeah, could be interesting. In terms of ticket prices, it's £69.99 for the weekend, <laughs> plus £20 if you want a camping pass. Mm, okay. So, and that's at Newark Showground on 29th of June to the 3rd of July. Is that? No, it's not. So, I thought it was Glastonbury weekend. It's the week it's after it's Glastonbury. Week after. So, to keep an eye on, I guess. Yeah, could be. Did you see what happened, talking festivals, at Not Fest 22 in Chile? No, I did not see Not Fest. Uh, Mike Patton, or Faith No More, mm-hmm. was performing with his sideband, Mr Bungle. Yeah. And somebody flew a drone literally a couple of feet away from his face. Really? Yeah. Who, why and how? Well, I don't know, but he was trying to get the drone operator to keep bringing it forward and then took a swing at it with his mic. Well, obviously, why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't blame him. The footage of him doing it is on YouTube, as is the drone footage. Oh, interesting. So you can, yeah. So do they know who did it then if the drone footage has been made public? No, no, they don't know who's done it. Okay. Hmm, interesting. Um, My next one is a little cryptic one from Linkin Park that I spotted earlier today. Apparently they sent a mailing out to people on their mailing list. Basically just saying that they've got exciting things coming for 2023. They'd normally announce some things by now for the following year, but they're keeping hush for now, but something exciting's happening. And there was a little Meliora, not Meliora, that's ghost, <laughs> Meteora symbol 
at the bottom of the email. Now, it is going to be Meteora's 20th anniversary in March, so whether it's going to just be some kind of limited release, maybe vinyl or a limited a CD package or thing, something, yeah. maybe, I don't know, but... I don't. I mean, it's going to be difficult without Chester's vocals. Well, exactly. I don't think... Personally, I don't think they can ever do live stuff again. And let's hope they don't go in that god-awful holographic way really? that people yeah. have gone. Please, no. Um, but yeah, whatever it is, apparently is exciting, in quotation marks. Okay. Uh, I'm going to continue the festival theme from before. Okay. It's my last piece, and it is... For me, this lineup is probably the festival of the year. I'm sure we've said that about somewhere else already. Yeah, there was somewhere in Spain that we thought was incredible. Oh, there was, wasn't there? That yeah. one in North Spain. Yeah. Hmm. But this one is in Daytona, at the Daytona racetrack, and it's $260. Mm. Three-day event, and I won't go through everybody, but here's kind of like some of the real picks. So on the first day, you've got uh, Vended, Malevolence, Bloodywood, Blackstone Cherry, Avatar, Suicidal Tendencies, Blackfell Brides, Bullet for My Valentine, Trivium, Pucifier, Queens of the Stone Age, Rob Zombie and Slipknot. Saturday, some other great uh, picks. Erin Jones, Bad Flower, Asking Alexandria, Motionless in White, I Prevail, Evanescence, Avenged Sevenfold Headliner. Then, uh, oh, I think it's a four-day event, actually. There's also a Creator, Dead Poet Society, we saw a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. There is Sepultura, Suicide Silence, Rival Sons, Alter Bridge, Chevelle, Alice Cooper, Godsmack, and Pantera. And you've also got, if that, I mean, if that wasn't enough, you've got Pennywise, Cahedon Cambria, The Mars Volta, Incubus, Deftones, and Tool. That's not a bad sounding lineup, is it? Yeah, I would give a right bollock for that. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but it's not a bad lineup. <laughs> yeah. For the price as well. Yeah, two, yeah so 260 Mm. So, yeah, a couple of hundred quid. Yeah, obviously you've got to get there. Well, yeah, you do have to get to Daytona. That's the flip side. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's an incredible lineup for me. Okay, and my final item, which seems to be becoming a tradition, Ghost News. Yeah. Um, Ghost released a video today for Mariana Cross. But didn't it have a video? No, oh. not an official video. Oh, okay. No, because it was on the Seven Inches of Satanic Panic, but Kiss the Go-Go had the video for it, which was released probably about 2019. Right. Obviously, Marion Across has then become huge because of TikTok, so they've decided to make a video for this. So, like, Ghost Style, they released an announcement this morning to say it's been released this afternoon. Oh. It's very similar to the Kiss the Go-Go video. It's live footage from their performance in 1969 from the Whiskey a Go-Go. <laughs> Right, okay. Taken from the, as I say, the Seven Inches of Static Panic, so you've got Papa Nile on, or young Papa Nihil on lead vocals, and some footage of Sister Imperator in the mid-mystery. It kind of fits in, it's um, Builder's prologue to Chapter 8. Right. So if you're familiar with all of that, it makes sense. I hope it does to somebody. I like ghost music, but I've, got, I've not got enough time in the world. So <laughs> it just all goes over your head. Shit, yeah. yeah, one little point I did actually want to just mention as well, that the date of this footage same as that of kiss the go-goat it's the same performance is the 13th yeah. of september 1969 why is that significant you wonder well that is also the date and i don't know if this is coincidence or if it is a little kind of point being made but that is the date that scooby-doo was first released so is that a dig at all the people that call ghost scooby-doo metal maybe it could be a clever yeah. little point there being raised um but yeah that's my final bit of news all right 
Right, review time. We've got one single between us because Again. it's such a slow, <laughs> a slow release, release week. week. Yeah, <laughs> those words exactly. Yeah, uh, and it's the new single by Avatar called The Dirt I'm Buried In. Yes. And I like it. I like it. Good. That's a good start. That's a short review. Yeah. Uh, it seems a little bit toned back to me. I felt like it's not as heavy, No, is it? And the guitar line that goes through it. Yeah. I think it's a bit disco almost. That's what it reminded I, me of. Yeah, I, get, I kind of get what you mean. It's it's definitely got a lighter feel to it. Mm, I was, that's the word I had in my head. I was thinking light, but I'm thinking, is that a proper term to use? But yeah, lighter. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is a lot lighter than a, a normal Avatar single. And the chorus actually reminded me of kind of like new Aussie stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And it's, I think mm. it's aimed possibly more at more of a mainstream audience. Yeah, I can see why it's a single. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe they've seen our ghost has just exploded and maybe maybe gone for something a little bit lighter to try and get mm. in a new Possibly. And the last single audience. was still on the heavier side, wasn't it? The last but single was, what yeah. What but... was called, but yeah. But yeah um, so... And a really cool video. Yeah, the video was cool, yeah. Yeah, kind of creepy, horror-themed. Yeah, vampires, werewolves, werewolves, all the traditional characters. Invisible Man. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that one. Yeah, so that was quite cool as well. Yeah, it's, it's definitely for a more of a mainstream audience, mm. but it is kind of good single fodder. Yeah, definitely. And it's, I mean, it's not the best thing Avatar's ever done, but it's catchy. I say it's, it's definitely catchy. It gets that chorus gets in your head really easily, doesn't it? Yeah, and yeah, it's a good single. So it'd be good to listen to the full album when yeah. it's released. Interestingly, this week we just reviewed Avatar's single. Last week we reviewed Those Damn Crows' new single. Yeah. And both those albums come out on the 17th of February. Oh, that's a double so that's album week. that's going to be a good week for reviews, isn't it? Yeah. Two very different but anticipating very good albums to listen to. Yeah, from what we've heard so far. Mm. We're going to go from one extreme to the other, aren't we? There's going to be loads of stuff going bam, 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 really yeah. in the new year. But for now... Just the one. Just the one. Right, Rock of the Week time, 19th of December to the 25th of December. Mm. What happened on the 19th of December, you may wonder? Well... I was born. It was your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not rock and metal history, is it? Or is it, technically? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I have got a few bits and bobs. As per last week, it's been a very quiet week in terms of history. A lot of deaths, a couple of which I will mention. But to start with, a completely random one from the 19th of December, 1981. Mm. ABBA, we don't normally talk about them. So what are we going to start now? Unless it's Metal ABBA. But they had their seventh UK number one album, The Visitors. Mm. Now, the reason I'm just mentioning this, actually, is because it was one of the first albums to ever be recorded and mixed digitally and was the first in history to be manufactured on CD in 1982 on Atlantic Records. So although not strictly metal... I just thought that was an interesting fact. Right, okay. Because I didn't know I'll, that. I'll probably remember that now. That'll you get probably stuck in my will. Head. There you go. First yeah. band to be put to CD. ABBA. Okay. Right, moving on then. Some death anniversaries. Mm. Just to whiz through. A couple of significant ones, as I say. 22nd of December 2002, Joe Strummer died at the age of 50 from a suspected heart attack. Mm. And on the 24th of December 2016, Rick Parfit died in Marbella at the age of 68. Mm-hmm. So we'll raise a glass to Rick for that one. Okay. 22nd of December as well, 1987, Nikki Six died, but just for and two then, minutes. Yeah. 
then came back. Pronounced dead on arrival, the band were told. But then he sprung back to life, because there's life in the old dog yet. Mm-hmm. And then my last one really is just um, to say happy birthday to Lemmy, who would have been 77 on the 24th of December. Okay. And that's it this week. Uh, so mine is kind of part, um, what's I going to say? I don't know. Mine is part music history and part appeal. Appeal? We didn't know appeal. Yeah, yeah we, well I am. Because The Darkness mm-hmm. have had two rock metal number one singles over this period. Yeah. One being One Way Ticket in 2005. Yeah. And the other one is Don't Let the Bells End. Because why would you? Yeah, which did it in 2010, 2011, and then from 2015 through to 21. Oh, that's interesting. So it's done the last six years. The first two, obviously, when it was first released, then the gap, and then... And that's six years in a row. So please, stop fucking streaming it. Stop buying it. It's shit. (laughs) That's your appeal, is Yes. (laughs) Let the bells end. Get rid of the bell ends. Yeah, so that's that part. And then something that I thought is quite interesting are the number one albums over kind of like the last 25 years or so. Mm. They've got to number one. There are multiple entries. Uh, some are different albums, but there's kind of a bit of a theme with a lot of the bands. Okay. So it's ACDC twice, mm. Guns N' Roses twice, Metallica three times, Queen three times, Green Day twice, Foo Fighters three times, Led Zeppelin twice, Linkin Park twice, Pink Floyd three times. Is it kind of dad rock? Linkin is Park it? aren't dad rock. No, but well, the Linkin Park ones I think are more recent. Okay. So is it just various stages? You know, especially if you think like Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, Queen. Is it like kind of like classic rock? I think. You know, yeah, is it the time of year? That. Or it could, do we know which specific albums? Or is it just Not off the ones? top of my head, they are. I'm just thinking some are different albums, From personal yeah. experience as a child, mm. an older child. Getting kind of best of albums from those kinds of bands. People are just kind of dabbling in that kind of music. So yeah, Very possi- kind of possibly of for road, kind of like Foo Fighters, Green mm. Day and Linkin Park. Yeah. And then the others kind of maybe, is it kind of a, a Christmas present maybe... That's what I mean, like getting them for thing. Christmas. Or exactly, yeah. Even if the album had been out earlier in the year, you might wait and get it for Christmas. Yeah. In the good old days when you got Yeah, I mean, some, some of them, like the Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin stuff, were kind of like best ofs. And... Mm. Possibly as well, depending on the years of these, it could be things being re-released on vinyl, people getting vinyl for Christmas as well. Yeah, possibly. New editions of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just interesting that you at Christmas it's that older sort of band for the mm. majority of it. But also maybe because like new things aren't released a lot in December, are they, as we've discovered this month? Yeah, it's all re-released. <laughs> so and people best are ofs. getting um, yeah re-released best offs and stuff in time for the Christmas market. Speaking of the charts, I was going to actually look at what was number one in the rock and metal charts when I was born because the song that was in the normal charts when I was born is Dire. But it turns out I'm older than the rock and metal charts. You so are, yeah, by quite a, quite a distance. But you're further. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that little item was a fail before it began. So it's time to get festive. Mm. Not being a grunge. A grunge. grunge. (laughs) It's like a grungy grunge. A grunge. (laughs) So first of all, I think we're going to just talk about some alternative Christmas songs. And then we've got some bits and bobs of Christmas merch. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, being the grunge that you are, 
Yeah. <laughs> That's going to stick now. You only like two Christmas songs, alternative Christmas songs. Probably I only do. two old, probably two Christmas songs. Yeah, I think that's a fair comment. So the plan is you're going to talk about those and then I'm going to yeah. send you off to listen to some of my favourites because I've got a whole playlist. Yeah, so yeah. For, as you've probably guessed throughout this episode, I can't stand Christmas. It's a bleak, depressing time of year. It's horrible. It's cold. It's wet. Ugh. Fairy lights and cinnamon. Ugh, I don't like cinnamon. <laughs> you don't, do you? Not a selling point. No. Um, uh, so I'll just talk about two alternative ones that I do actually like. First one being The Night That Santa Went Crazy, which is a weird Al Yankovic song, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. He talks about Santa killing all the elves and the reindeer and going to a maximum security prison. Uh, yeah, I really like that one. It's very catchy. Yeah, I'm a fan of that one. That's on my playlist. And the only other song I like that's Christmassy is called Buried by Christmas by Wednesday 13, which again, really good Wednesday song. And I, I just don't like Christmas music. It's horrid. I will give you that. Majority of it is. But alternative songs, dearie me, alternative songs are not so bad. Mm. We'll see what you have to offer. Yeah. Well, anyway, your two are already on my playlist, so I'm obviously not going to send you off to listen to those. Yeah. So am I going to say what the song is and then we'll pause while you listen to it because copyright. And then you'll give your thoughts after. Yeah, go on. Okie dokie. So, first one is one of my favourite ones. It's only a little one. It won't take too much listening. Mm -hmm. You will have heard it around the house many times already, but it is Xmas by Corey Taylor. I think I've heard this. What did you think of that one? Uh, I like the sentiment in it. I don't believe that Corey Taylor's like that. Do you not? No. I mean, he's he's like a big kid, yeah. You think? (laughs) I bet you he is. I'm not sure. I think he will be, yeah. I think it's just a marketing gimmick. Yeah. Um... Lyrically, yeah, quite like it. Musically, no. Yeah, I very much appreciate everything about that song. Give right, over. For what? You love Christmas. Joy to the world, Jack and Coke. Mm. Right, what shall we have next? Too many to pick from. How's about... That's not very metal, actually, is it? The Wombles. Right, we'll go for Lemmy's version of Run, Rudolph, Run. Because okay. that's a classic. What do you think of that one? Uh... I mean, I don't like it, but it kind of works for Lemmy's voice. Yeah. I think it's kind of got an old... Lemmy's voice just kind of works with an old song. It does. That gruff grr. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't like it. You don't like it? Okay. No. I think this is going to be a quite a similar response yeah. to a lot of these. I feel like I'm going to be on a mission to, to find, find one, one you like. like. But there's about 60 songs on this playlist and I don't know if we've got time. <laughs> this next one then, this is a relatively new one released by Raised My Owls last year, mm. their cover of Stay Another Day, which they did to raise money for Mind. Okay. So that one made you laugh, if yeah. nothing else. That's genius. That's that's something I did on what absolutely pissed up. <laughs> that's amazing. It's good, isn't it? That, so, I, again, I don't, you know, I don't like the song, but their interpretation is really funny. Yeah. Because it's just... You need to see the video, basically, recreating the original video with the big white puffy coats. Yeah, I'm going to have a look at that later. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, if somebody starts playing Christmas songs at work, I'm just going to suggest that one. Well, funny you mentioned that, because last year someone popped in Teams at work. Mm -hmm. Let's create a playlist of all of our favourite Christmas songs. So I contributed that. (laughs) Did it get played? I don't know, because obviously we're all at home, aren't we, so... I did say, you know, this may not be to everyone's taste, but this is my contribution and it's for a good cause. 
So listen to it. Yeah, that, it, it has made me laugh. It has yeah. made me chuckle. <laughs> just, I just wasn't expecting... I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting that. So that the fact that they've kept everything the same and then just done their own. I love, yeah, the start of it in particular. You just think it's the same, don't you? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to imp- do an impression. But. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it's, yeah. So do we have a third song on the playlist for the car? No, no, but it, it does make me chuckle. Okay, right. Next one I'm going for, there's actually two versions of this, Oi to the World. You could have the original Vandals version or you could have the No Doubt version. I don't know if you'll have a preference. Vandals. Okay. All right. Uh, for that one, you know, we were saying, I'm trying to think what it was, when we were saying that when pop stars do metal songs or rock songs, it yeah. doesn't work. Mm. I don't think Christmas songs work for metal and rock bands, but punk bands can kind of get away with it. And the, the Vandals one kind of works. I mean, mm. I wouldn't listen to it, but yeah. it kind of works. And I think... I think it's because of the pace of the punk bands mm. and the way that they get through stuff so quickly. Yeah, no, you mean it kind of it sort of works a little mm. bit, but yeah, still not a fan. You're not sold on that one. Well, the Vandals have actually got a whole Christmas album of mm. "Oi to the World" right. being the lead single. So if you did want to listen to some more Vandals Christmas, they've got a whole range on there, including such treats as "Grandpa's Last Xmas," "Christmas Time for My Penis," "My First Xmas as a Woman," "Here I Am, Lord." Hang myself from the tree. So it's just over half an hour of some good old Scarpunk Christmas classics. Okay. If you may want to delve further into that one. Next one I'm going to subject you to then is Naughty Christmas by Lacuna Coil. <laughs> right. What do you think of that one? That's probably the best so far. Ooh. That's the best of a bad bunch. Could it be a contender? I've, I've no <laughs> idea. I'm not making. I'm not making any promises at this point. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a Christmas song, so it, no. it kind of works. Yeah, I think in the middle it gets a little bit more festive. Hmm. But yeah, I really like that one. It's one of my, my current new faves. Yeah. Right. Um, one more, come one on. One more, just one more. Just one more. Just one more to make you listen to, and then I'll just go through a few other favourites Yeah. before we move on to other stuff. This is a relatively new one then. This is your favourites, Chugaboom, doing All I Want for Christmas is You. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Or All I Want for Chugmas is You. Okay. What the chug did you think of that? Well, I prefer it to the uh, Queen rendition that they did. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. yeah. Uh, this might be another one I can say for work. Well, I was just thinking if we do another playlist this year, I think that might be my contribution. Yeah. With an I'll... explicit warning at the start, because, you know. Somebody will get offended about something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I might save it. I might make a no- couple of notes on these two and save them for works when uh, I might just take over the music at work and just stream Spotify and blast a couple of these out, see what happens. Why not? Okay, Dick. Now, I know we said that was the last one I was going to play you, but I've just got one 40-second little ditty for you, which I think you might like. Mm. I'm not giving you anything you might not like. Mm. This one you might genuinely like. This is Blink-182, Happy Holidays, You Bastard. Is that a new one? Is that something new that they've done? So I'm not familiar with that one. I'm not familiar with it. Um, Just bear with me. Right. Now, I must have always skipped this. Because it's from it's in 2001, and it's from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Mm. See, I wasn't sure, because it never come up, and I obviously search out these kind of Christmas songs more than you do, and I've not come across it, and it just got mentioned at Rockfit this week. Yeah. I was like, oh, have they done a new one? Yeah, it's the, it's the fourth track off that album, mm. but I must have always skipped it, because I had that album. And it, it's probably my favourite Blink album. There you go. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I must have just skipped that song completely. Must just have saw the title and, and went, eh. Yeah, that'll do for me. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm not going to subject your ears to any more tonight. Thank God for that. (laughs) But I am just going to go down my 
playlist, which is actually three hours, 20 minutes. So we could keep going on this. No, we can't. <laughs> Outside of the podcast. So first up, we've got Dead by Christmas, Hanoi Rocks. Mm-hmm. Classic 80s, bit of glam in there. Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight by the Ramones. Mm-hmm. Another old classic one. How the Communists Ruined Christmas by Mongol Horde, which is Frank Turner's one of his side, a side bands. project that he did in around 20, was it 14 or 16? Uh, 14, 14. I think. I remember seeing them at Leeds that year. Um, that's a good one. Whole heap of covers by various bands. Twisted Sister have done like a whole album. Doesn't with things like me. Deck the Halls on, you know, one of those. There's another Blink-182 one, I Won't Be Home for Christmas. Mm. Did you know that one? Not familiar with it. Okay. Again, Bad Religion did a whole, I think it's a whole album, things like White Christmas, punk style. Yeah. Rise Against did a cover of Making Christmas, as in From the Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Old classic, Thank God It's Christmas by Queen. Mm. So that's one of the few traditional, what I call childhood Christmas songs yeah. <laughs> that have made it no onto the list. No, um, that and um, Elton John, Step Into Christmas, of all the classic non-alternative Christmas songs, that's one of my favourites. So even Skid Row did Jingle Bells. Yeah. Um, obviously, The Darkness. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it now. Did I make you listen to it? No. As I mentioned earlier, Wombling Merry Christmas by the Wombles is another childhood classic, which, you know. And what is a playlist without Jimmy Buffett? Christmas Island. <laughs> yeah. Reaper have actually done a couple of Christmas covers. Mm-hmm. Fairy Tale of New York, which no mm. one wants to listen to. Sorry, Creeper, of all the Christmas songs you could have covered. It's, ugh. Anyway, and also Blue Christmas. That's yeah. a really good cover, actually, because that really suits Will's voice. Quite kind of deep, bluesy Elvis style. You're looking at me like dog card trick style. No, it's just, I'm not <laughs> yeah. a Creeper fan. Um, no. I'm, I hate Christmas songs, so it's like the, <clears throat> the a bad combo for me. Mull of Kintyre, discuss? To me, it's not a Christmas song. No. It's a football song. It's one of those that was only classed as a Christmas song because it was out at Christmas. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Mull of Twats. It is when I've been drinking and yeah. I'm at the city ground. <laughs> um, Psycho Stick Zombie Claws is um, Rob Zombie cover of... Which Rob Zombie song is it? I can't think now. Mm. I know what I mean. <laughs> it's a Rob Zombie cover. Okay. My mind has gone blank on that one. I only did it last night at Rock Fair as well. Okay. <laughs> but I did the, the Santa version, so there you go. Um, Christmas in New York City, The 69 Eyes. That's mm. Michael. Jingle Balls by Corn. No. <laughs> um, a new discovery for me this year was Dead Christmas by Monster Magnet. All right. And another new one. I'm at the end of the list now, you'll be pleased to know. So these God are for that. New ones that I've discovered recently this year. Merry Blah 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 by Lordy. Everyone needs a bit of Lordy in their life, don't they? And also Necrogoblicon have done Goblin Christmas Armageddon Part 1 and Goblin <laughs> Christmas Armageddon Part <laughs> 2. Right. So they could be future classics. So, yeah, they're my, they're my picks of alternative Christmas songs. You're very welcome to keep them. I will. I may share the playlist if anyone is interested in listening to it. Obviously, let us know, or let me know, because he don't care, <laughs> what your favourite alternative Christmas songs are. Are there any classics that I've missed? Always looking for more to add to that list. Yeah. And on that note, that jingle bell note, I'll hand over to you to talk about some merch. Yeah, so we're going to also talk about some merch that's available. Obviously, everybody goes mental for Christmas jumpers and wants to look like a twat. So... So let's go through some merch that we've seen that you can get. 
I've found a Pantera Christmas jumper, which is the most revolting thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't believe it's the most revolting thing you've ever seen. Uh, it's up there. Okay, what's wrong uh, with it? It's got a huge wreath. It's got Pantera across it, obviously. It's yeah. a red jumper with a massive wreath on the front of it. Yeah, I've seen that because I've seen a lot of Christmas jumpers on EMP. Loads of band ones. Yeah, uh, there's all and there's various kiss designs. Like if you want a kiss mm. jumper, you'll you'll find one. I didn't actually spot any kiss Christmas jumpers. I have to say. One thing I will say about Kiss, and what has surprised me, is they don't do um, crackers. So they could sell Kissmas crackers. They could, and I can't believe they don't. Yeah, they're missing the trick mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I found out, like I say, a whole heap of varying Christmas jumpers, mainly on EMP. So the, what did you say, the Pantera one, the yep. Ramstein one, Parkway, I'm on a Marth, Slipknot, Creator... Volby, ACDC, Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, In Flames, Five Finger Death Punch, Black Sabbath, and Guns N' Roses, to name but a few. They're all of a very similar Any, ilk. Yeah, band anyone logo. that can get a merch, merchandising yeah. rights to, isn't it? Usually kind of associated band colours that kind of go with the logo on there. And they're all like 40 to £50. Pound. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a licence to print money. It is, isn't it? I mean, there are many that I would like, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some of the other things I have spotted mm. were um, baubles. Baubles. Uh, baubles and yes. tree ornaments. Yes, I have spotted some in particular on there. So I've, I've seen the uh, Maiden Trooper ornament, hanging ornament. Yeah. Uh, an Ace of Spades one, which did actually look quite cool. And then a couple of baubles from Metallica, obviously, because they've not got enough money. One was, it was a sad but true one uh, in the skull. As a bauble, and the other one was a Master of Puppets baubles. Oh. Master of Puppets bauble. Yeah. With the um, with the album designs. Oh, they sound quite cool. Hmm. And but they were they were something like fifteen quid each. Mm. Speaking of baubles, Behemoth have got a range of blown glass ornaments for your tree. Hmm. So there's a set of three, so you can buy them individually, or you can buy them as a trio, and they're basically kind of black with one of the three different Behemoth logos on them. Okay. So they're very pretty looking, but similarly to the ones you mentioned, they're fifteen pounds fifty each, or the set is fifty three pounds fifty for a set of three. Yeah, they come in like a presentation box if you buy the set. So I was going to say because you're that's doing the maths, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, it's in like a gift set box, so I think that's why the three is actually more expensive. Like I said, they're very pretty. They would look awesome on the tree, but I would just be so scared of breaking them as well. Yeah, being that in blown glass, I imagine they're quite delicate. So, yeah, admire those from afar. Okay. What else have you got? Um, a couple of T-shirts I spotted on Amplify. There's, like, the Guns N' Roses hats logo, but replaced with Santa hats. Oh. You're visualising that one. And an ACDC Jingle Bells T-shirt. I spotted a ghost Christmas T-shirt, obviously. Um, they also had a ghost holiday gift guide on their merch page, but it wasn't overly festive from what I saw. It's more items you might want to buy someone for Christmas, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, they've got a vinyl player now. Mm-hmm. A few other bits of merch, like the, the Batwing hoodie, and some things that we mentioned in our merch episode a few months ago that they're kind of wheeling out as, as Christmas gifts, such as <laughs> yeah. you paint your own papa sets. And I think there was, like, um, the rosary crucifix they do in christmas colors on the beads mm. so, so have you got any others no i'm all done because that's christmas let's any, get it over with <laughs> any other bits then i'll just go into ramstein again it's not explicitly festive but some new bits that are spotted up in their merch store included ramstein snow globe so i guess kind of festive 
Yeah. A dressing gown or house coat. That's the kind of thing you might give someone for Christmas. They also had a range of perfumes and aftershaves, which I don't know if it's new or these are new versions or whatever, but again, kind of a traditional Christmas gift. Hmm. Is this still Ramstein? Yeah, this is still Ramstein. Do you want to smell like pyrotechnics? Well, I mean, they've got some interesting names on the, the scents. They've got Parfume, Diamant, Low Intense, mm-hmm. which sounds relatively normal. Then you've got Seaman Reloaded, Engel Pure, and Parfume Pussy. Oh. So, who knows what they may smell like, but <laughs> you can't get a sample by the look of it. You just have to take a punt and spend 39 euros on 100 mils and hope it's not revolting. <laughs> Nah, I'm all good. Mm, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'd buy a perfume without testing it at the best of times, no. but with a name like that. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. Okay. Merch-wise, I guess. Um, I will mention my download Christmas jumper, because that was a bargain last year, which I guess could be a top tip if anyone's looking for, you know, the download Christmas jumper. I got mine after Christmas last year, reduced in the sale for, it was £15 and an extra 10% off, I think they had off yeah, everything, didn't like they? That, yeah, So it was... 13 or 14 pounds 13.50 yeah yeah and then it was whacked back up to its full price of about 50 at download this year and i've not actually looked on the merch store prior to this but yeah if you're interested in the download christmas jumper after christmas because even with the six pound hideous postage that they charge on everything it would still be a bargain should have looked on there actually because I know they had a few other bits advertised. Yeah, they didn't did, they? They had yeah. some download dog slippers and they've had download dog baubles previously haven't they as well yeah. so and Obviously, download Monopoly will be on there, which we've still yet to play. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a, a gaming episode on that. See how we yeah. go, or something on Instagram. Something along those lines. Yeah, we'll we'll take the cellophane off. <laughs> at least, weeks. yeah, and look at it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it then. Right, time for the ready to mush recommendation, and this week it's Hellfected. It is indeed. So Hellfected have been around for a few years now. Yeah. Sadly, we didn't get to see them this year. They were at Bloodstock, but it, as we mentioned before, it was just too hot to watch everyone. Yeah. But hopefully we'll rectify that next year. They've got an album out, Woe to the Kingdom, which was released in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then another single that was released this year, Death of Iron. Yes, that's one. Yes. Sound-wise, they're kind of blackened thrash yeah yeah definitely uh for kind of like fans of creator yeah that sort of style of music mm. if you like creator you'll definitely like yeah, affected absolutely yeah very heavy brutal guitars yeah some really uh, cool vocals. And vocals yeah they're currently working on album number two i'm not sure what the time scale is for release on that one yeah they've done the first single off it so i yeah. imagine it's probably gonna be sometime next year i would have thought so if you are interested in watching them live they have some footage from bloodstock which is going to be released on friday so by the time this goes out you'll be able to look that up on the bloodstock youtube channel mm-hmm. i think that's where it's being released and they've also got some actual live dates so you can go check them out in real life yeah three coming up in january do they doing kind of a, a weekend tour with Imperium. So they're going to be in Bournemouth at the Anvil on the 27th of January, in Coventry at the Archers on the 28th of January, and B2 in Norwich on the 29th of January. Yeah, they're also at the Victoria Bike Club on the 7th of July. That's in Colville, and they are, of course, playing Mangata. 
Yes, so we should hopefully most definitely see them at Mangata if we don't see them before. So yeah, if you're a fan of that style of music, go give them a check out. Go check them out. (laughs) Right, that's another episode done. So thank you for listening. Uh, Don't forget you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter at ReadyToMoshCast. And we're also on Facebook, YouTube and TikTok at ReadyToMosh. Yep. And don't forget as well, give us a you know five-star written review. Do everything you can to help the podcast. And we'll be back with the next episode on Boxing Day. We will, yes. So um, Merry Christmas for now. Make it merry, Moog. <laughs>